You're listening to Mornings with Simi on 980 CKNW. Well, municipal elections are less than a month away at this point. We are going to the polls on October 15th right across BC. We'll be electing mayors, councillors, trustees. One of, if not the biggest issue for communities across the province is housing, finding it, being able to afford it. So as part of our continuing coverage on this year's elections, we turn our attention this week to the Vancouver mayoral race. We will be speaking with the five major candidates for mayor, and we'll be talking about that all-important one issue of housing. We're going to start this morning with candidate Colleen Hardwick, who is representing Team for a Livable Vancouver, and she joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, I know housing has been a hot topic. What have you been hearing, though, from people when you're out door knocking and going to events? It's definitely one of the top three topics for people, without a doubt. Okay. What would you say are the top three, then? Uh, Safety, cleanliness, services, and, and ultimately affordable housing. Okay. Well, starting with the housing issue, then, because that's what we're focusing on this week. For your party and for you as a candidate for mayor, what is your plan for housing in the city? Well, team has a 10-point plan, which I'd like to run through with you right now, if that's okay. Okay. Well, 10 points. We better get to it. (laughs) Okay. I'm getting to it. So uh, today's City Hall is largely responsible for the affordable housing crisis. And this is the vision legacy starting in 2009 and continuing to this day. Our city government has taken millions of dollars in community amenity contributions, CACs, and this money was intended to fund parks, community centers, and other amenities for a growing city. But instead, it's added to the city's general revenues in order to fund an ever-expanding list of council priorities, as well as responsibilities downloaded from senior levels of government. So the first plank in TEAM's affordable housing platform is to remove CACs from general revenue. Where needed, they'll be used for true amenities for neighborhoods, community centers, park acquisition, including many facilities that have been allowed to fall into disrepair. Effectively, the city has been selling rezoning to fund its so-called council priorities. So what's the problem with this? Well, what happens to the value of a piece of property when it's rezoned? It increases, and this inflation is called land lift. Every year, BC Assessment reassesses all properties according to highest and best use, meaning the most money that can be extracted from developing under current zoning. So rezoning land leads to increased assessments, which are applied not just to the rezoned properties, but to all of the neighboring lands that could be similarly rezoned, and a rising tide lifts all boats. Many storefronts and local businesses have gone under, not just because of COVID, but rather because of the sky high and continually increasing property taxes on potential development of the air above them. And between 2010 and 2020, the land and the air above it within our boundaries went from 188 to 480 billion in nine years. That's 2.5 times or exponential inflation. So if we want to make housing affordable, we need to stop inflating land values exponentially. We need to slow down the number of rezoning applications and the resulting galloping land inflation. And the worst offenders are the Broadway and Vancouver plans, which where several older but serviceable rental buildings in the Broadway plan area have already been sold at a premium and many are up for grabs. And the Vancouver plan will export this approach throughout the entire city. 
So the second plank in TEAM's affordable housing platform is to slow down land inflation by repealing the Broadway plan and the Vancouver plan and review them through the lens of each neighborhood's needs and perspectives. Let me just interrupt you there for a second. So let me ask you, though, you're talking a lot about rezoning here and reusing money. What about mm-hmm. building more housing? Where, where does that fall into your plan? Well, the building, again, it, it needs to happen within the existing zoned capacity. Um, if you imagine putting a plexiglass box over the whole of the city where you could see what the height and massing could be under the existing zoning, you'll see there's a lot of it. That's the, that's the good news. So if we if we are building within the existing zone capacity, we can stop ex- inflating land values in in excess of pace of change, which is the huge problem that we're we're doing. So you're, you're so saying I, that it would stay within all the density that we have right now. You're saying that is the density that would stay would stay the way the way it is right now. Rezoning is what inflates land values. We've done boatloads of it over the last decade plus. If you were to put a plexiglass box over the city, so you could see what height and density we could build into according to the existing zoning, there is a lot. So if rather than inflating land values continually, if we build into the existing zoning, and then we look at the other levers of housing production cost, the time that it takes to get permits through, the cost of the permits themselves, which have gone through the roof, and the building code, which is Byzantine in its complexity. It's more expensive to build in Vancouver than any of the surrounding municipalities. So my point is really two-pronged, slow down the rate of inflation and build into the existing zone capacity while reducing the cost of housing production through efficiency, reducing the cost of permits and the building code. Because around 25%, of the cost of every unit is attributable to the city in one way, shape, or form, and the city can control and reduce those costs. Let me ask you, how would you plan on getting that done? If you don't have, you know, a majority on council that is people made up of your party, councillors from your party, how do you propose to get this work done? Well, we need a majority. We need a majority of, of people that understand how this works. That's been my biggest frustration over the last four years on council is that uh, we've had people in there that do not understand urban land economics. And again, the city has built a model that is dependent on promoting development to extract revenue. And promoting growth is about profit and revenue, as opposed to managing growth, which is really the city's job, which is about creating livability for its residents. I think for residents, though, and I'm one of them in the city of Vancouver, one of the frustrations of the last four years has seen a council that doesn't seem to be very good at working together. So if you can't get that majority of your team on council, how do you propose to work with other people to get this done? Is there compromise in there somewhere? Well, I I would contradict your point because out of the 256 rezoning applications that were were reviewed by this council over four years, 100% of them were approved. So uh, they may be differing on other issues outside of land use change, um, but they have been unanimous in their approach to approving rezonings. Did Did you vote for those? No, because I have been analyzing what I'm talking to you about in the land inflation. And I tried all through the term to get adequate uh, data and evidence from city staff about how much we're building, how much is in the pipeline, what is the zone capacity, 
What about other things like secondary market rental, basement suites, rooming houses? What about short-term rental, um, Airbnb, international students? All of these are variables that affect our housing situation and staff have failed despite unanimous motions directing them to provide that data to provide it. So what I'm saying is that we really need to know, and this is one of the planks of our affordable housing platforms, it is to provide a, a real-time dashboard that demonstrates what is really in the pipeline, what we really can grow into, and then amplifies the need to be building affordable housing within our existing zoning. Right. And what would you do about that Vancouver plan that has generated so much discussion? Well, I'd rescind it. It's upside down and backwards. I advocated, I've been advocating since 2005 for a reboot of the city plan process, and I campaigned on it in 2018. And what was supposed to happen was building upon uh, the, as I like to say, the tapestry of neighborhood or community plans that were involved over decades of our professional staff's involvement, going back to Ray Spaxman, um, and knitting those together and looking at a neighborhood level. We need to add 500, 1,000 new dwelling units to that neighborhood over the next decade plus. Where do we put them? How do we integrate it? What's the impact on mobility, community amenities, commercial activity, and green space? Mm -hmm. So that's a nuanced and careful community planning process. Instead, what we got with the Vancouver plan is a top-down, deterministic, one-size-fits-all and autocratic approach to planning in the city, which I find objectionable because I do believe that we can accommodate the, the growing population without uh, steamrolling our city. Uh, Councillor Hardwick, very quickly now, why should people vote for you on October 15th? Well, for me personally, because I have the background knowledge and experience uh, to turn the ship around. And there is a course correction that is required. Moreover, I knew I could not do it alone, which is why I have formed a team of uh, people that have the kind of experience, again, background knowledge and experience that we need to uh, affect this turnaround. So we need some people with law and finance and strategy and technology and communications, people that are, are in, you know, love our city and understand what we need to do to recover our balance as we plan into the future. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate that. Thank you. That is Colleen Hardwick. She is a candidate for mayor in the city of Vancouver with Team for a Livable Vancouver. We'll be speaking with the other major mayoral candidates as well throughout the week. So if you have questions for them, send them to me, simi at cknw.com.